The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Are you trying to master the game of life without success? There are secrets and strategies to living your best life. We'll share some of them with you on today's show. Take advantage of this series to become an expert at relationships. All relationships. It's time to live the life that you deserve to live. Now, here's your host, Sandra Reich. Welcome to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich, a show that helps you live your very best life and reach for the stars. As always, don't forget to call into the show. Call in with questions anytime at 1-866-472-5792. Now, today I really felt it would be important to have a conversation about something that I think is so important at this time of year. And so important in general to think about. And before I introduce my guests, I want to say a few words on this. The topic is emotional regulation. And what does that got to do with this time of year? Well, we're at the time of year that we got to think about gratitude, Thanksgiving, how to handle our emotions with the holidays coming. You know, your family comes over for dinner. Someone upsets you. You don't know what to do about it. I brought on an incredible expert to talk about emotional regulation, and a part of emotional regulation is also gratitude. So with Thanksgiving on the holidays upon us, what could be a more important topic? So we are blessed today on Straight Talk to have with us uh, a member of my own team, the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression, uh, Melissa Hinley. Now, let me tell you a little bit about about her. First of all, she um, joined my team a while back and people are just raving about her all the time. She's she's a delight and uh, she really walks the walk of the stuff she teaches people. She wants people like myself to live their very best life. She works with individuals and couples and families, and she is very interested in helping people overcome challenges and obtain a meaningful life. So relevant to a show called Straight Talk with Sandra Reach, a a show about living your very best life. Um, She does work in all sorts of fascinating areas, but it seems to me that her real passion is emotional regulation and helping people navigate their emotions. So for people listening, emotional regulation, you might be about to walk away from the radio like, what is that? I'm not interested. It is your ability to deal with those difficult emotions. So you need to hear this. Let me first welcome to the show, Melissa Henley. Welcome to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Thank you, Sandra. I'm really excited to be able to be a part of this day because it's true. Like this uh, topic is really important about how to regulate your emotions. And I find that a lot of people get uncomfortable when you talk about emotions. And so um, what what I kind of see in my in my uh with my clients is that a lot of problems that they have into in their lives is because they're not regulating their emotions. So it manifests 
in many different ways through anxiety, through depression, through a lot of conflict that they have with people in their life. Uh, so it's really important that uh, I'm glad that we're talking about this. You know, I think that, you know, you, as you talk, it, it fills my head with the things for us to talk about. I know the time is going to go very fast because mm-hmm. I think that there's a lot of confusion in psychology about emotions altogether because, yeah. you know, in, I don't know if you know this, but probably you do. But I'm a little older than you, so I'm going to pull the age card. Back many years ago in psychology, we used to think that emotions, people expressing emotions, it was a sign of weakness. Mm. We used to actually believe that. And unfortunately, there's a generation of us that grew up with parents that would say, like, you know, get a grip on your emotions. And for men, definitely, like, do not get too emotional. And we actually found out that psychology completely got it wrong. Mm -hmm. So I want to start with just the concept of emotions, because emotions are extremely important. It comes from emote in Latin, to move. And without knowing our emotions, we can't know what to do. So if I don't know that right now you're making me uncomfortable, that's not true, of course, Melissa. Um, But if I don't know that, I can't know what to do. So I think we have to start really there. Do you agree? And how important is it to know your emotions, first of all? Yeah, and, and there's two things I want to mention about that. So I'm really glad that you brought up the the myth behind emotions because especially in our childhood, I mean, we're never taught this. We're never taught how to regulate our emotions. So the only way we knew how to growing up was modeling from our parents and our caregivers. So sometimes we receive messages from them. So whether that's emotions, you know, you know, don't be such a baby, stop crying, you know, go in your room and cry. So all these, all these messages that our parents have sent us have, have made us um, indirectly not know how to deal with them and, and make it not okay to deal with them. So what I like about that is that you're, you're really recognizing that there's some myth behind emotions that maybe we're weak because we have experience of emotions. So I'm glad you brought that up. Do you find that in your clients that you see these myths behind um, yeah, I do. And I think that, that, you know, I'm trying to almost make like a, a layered cake for people to walk through this. So our first premise that we're putting out there, Melissa, is that emotions, my clients have this problem all the time. So I, uh, great question. Thank you. Emotions are strength, not weakness. Mm-hmm. They are your emotional uh, guidance system. They teach you what to do. So my clients and anxiety is very linked with repressed emotions. Mm-hmm. So um, of course, uh, anxiety clients are very in their head. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have a very hard time with emotions and they consider emotion weakness. So I think that we are both agreeing and we want to put it out to the straight talk listeners that emotions are strength. Mm-hmm. Now that does not mean you stab your grandfather in the eye with a knife, mm-hmm. right? So it's funny, but that's the next thing that happens because we also have clients that are very emotional and they feel that they're angry, they're sad, so they can do whatever they want. If they're, I had a client in my office many years ago who took a stone that was on my table, like a, like a decorative stone, and he started banging it. And I said, you can't do that. And he said, but you told me yeah. that I'm entitled to my emotions. And I said, you are entitled to your emotions, but you're not entitled to bang that stone yeah and and I think that's a great um, topic because um, a lot of people categorize like well if I'm angry it's bad it's negative and there's no such thing as a negative emotion that's important it, to say yeah and it, it's really it, it's just what you do with the emotion that becomes helpful or not helpful so in that case with your client it's it's really about recognizing what he's feeling but the behaviors that follow are not necessarily helpful in that situation and it brings back to your point about really learning how to identify exactly what emotion that we're feeling the problem is, is that sometimes our language in terms of really identifying what specific emotion that we're feeling becomes lost and we're not really able to really put a word 
and label exactly what we're feeling. And maybe it's because we're not quite sure and we become confused. Um, or it's because there's mixed emotions, like emotions are complex. And so sometimes we might feel um, mixed emotions regarding a, a certain situation. So it's really important to be able to expand our vocabulary and really try to pinpoint exactly what we're feeling in a situation, because that will help us to be able to ch- change our behaviors, but also to help communicate to other people um, and be clear about what we're feeling in, in a certain situation. I love it. So step one, your emotions are valid yes. and that you you need your emotions. Step two, Melissa just brought up very important point is to start, and we're, we're going to go to a break in a moment, but this could be your like homework on the break, is to start even being curious. I know for myself, I grew up in a family that was very cognitive, mm-hmm. meaning it was a lot of thoughts, not a lot of attention on emotion. It took me years doing this exercise, which I teach all my clients to do, is to start to be curious about your emotions. So what I do, because I still go into my head a lot, is I ask myself, and maybe before we take a break, maybe we can ask our listeners to do this, to go in your head and ask yourself, even right now, what are you feeling? And a lot of people won't even know the answer to that. So let me give you like examples. You could simply be feeling hungry, because that's an emotion. I think Melissa has something she wants to say very quickly. Yeah, I mean, I, and, and I'm glad that you brought that up, because it's really important to identify what you're feeling. So the analogy that I like to use is that when... How do you fix a leaking leaking roof if you don't know it's leaking? So the thing is you have to be able to, in order to first regulate and to change that emotion, you have to be able to identify what exactly we're working with. Okay, so don't go away. While, While we're on the break, even if you don't have an answer on what you're feeling, be curious. Am I feeling angry? Am I feeling sad? Am I feeling bored? We hope not. (laughs) Um, Am I feeling uh, anxious by this conversation? Am I feeling annoyed by it? Any of those are interesting. Don't go away. We'll be right back with Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Join the therapist who is affectionately known as the couple whisperer, Sandra Reich, on her famous couple retreats and change your life forever. Sandra offers couple retreats in beautiful locations several times a year that can radically change your love life. Couples describe her retreats as life-changing. Regain that loving feeling. Bring your intimacy to a new level and rediscover excitement and joy. Find out more at HelpForAnxietyDepression.com or call 514-796-4357. We all want love and safety. Now you can have it. Call 514-796-4357 or HelpForAnxietyDepression.com. Spa Munari is a full-service wellness day spa located at the heart of West Island, Quebec. Submerge yourself in beauty with one of our many treatments, specially catered to your needs. We offer facials, manicures, pedicures, hair removal, massages, body treatments, and so much more. Enjoy our ultimate relaxation experience with our spa packages. We offer a men's menu as well. Call us today to book your next appointment at 514-695-5040 or visit us on the web at spamunari.com. That's 514-695-5040 or spamunari.com. 
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Now, back to Straight Talk. Here's Sandra Reich. We are back on Straight Talk with Sandra Reich, talking about such an important topic today. Before I, we get back into it, though, when you talk about emotions, uh, emotions get trapped in the body sometimes. So I always like on the second segment of this show to mention the importance of going to take care of your body and give a big thank you to our sponsor, Spa Maneri, here in Kirkland, Quebec, an amazing place where you can have people take care of you while you're working on questions like what I'm feeling. As a matter of fact, all kidding aside when I get a massage is usually when I find out what I'm feeling so um one of the cool things about Spa Maneri, and you can reach them at 514-695-5040, is that they have been kind enough, if you're in the Montreal area, if you mention Straight Talk with Sandra Reich when you call, you will get 15% off any of their services, and they have recently been voted the number one spa in the West Island of Montreal. So if you are in Montreal, Spa Maneri, 514-695-5040. Four zero. Don't you find there's some truth to that? Like that the so true, going yeah. and touching the body sometimes allows you because like oh, I'm so in my head. Yeah. So if I slow down, and and a lot of people are very rational. So it's it's we get caught up into our head, and we there's a really big disconnect between mind and body, and so we need to start taking care of yeah. our body so that. Because I truly believe that that our emotions get stored into our our, our body. bodies. Yeah, there's a lot so, of research on that. So it needs to be a release. Yeah, so maybe me and you have to head yes, over to Spominary. <laughs> I definitely think we should talk about that. Yeah. Okay, so we're building. Um, I love the fact that you're giving people strategies. So we're building, in my opinion, a little bit of a cake. So we've talked about the emotions being valid. We've talked about. We asked listeners before we went for the break to um, be curious about their emotions because we've talked about them being complicated. I want to say a couple words on that. So um, the reason they're complicated complicated is because we have something called primary and secondary emotions. So often, for example, when you feel angry, underneath anger is a sadness and fear. So we'll probably have to have Melissa come back because we won't get through Mm -hmm. all of that is deciphering it. Mm -hmm. But hopefully during the break, you came up with something that you were feeling. So now comes the question, okay, so we have to get good at what we're feeling. Mm -hmm. So that's emotions. But is emotions and emotional regulation the same thing? I think not. No. Okay, no. go so, ahead, Melissa. So the emotion is really be able to understand and identify. And I want to make a quick point here is that it's really important. Um, we're often hard on ourselves. So when you identify the emotion, try not to get into judgments about why Good you're point. feeling this way. Good because point. then then we get caught up in a vicious cycle. Like I shouldn't be angry or I shouldn't feel this way. And, you know, it, it doesn't go anywhere from there. So it's really important to just try to to identify the emotion and um, with without any judgments. So emotional regulation, it's really important to understand and influence and control which emotions that you have to a situation, when you have these emotions, how you experience them, 
and how you express them. So I think the expressing part two is one of the most important. Okay, let's go, hold on. Let's go through that with an example. So I'm at Thanksgiving or Christmas dinner, mm-hmm. and I, my first step and your step is to um, to find out what I'm feeling. So I'm feeling very insecure because mom is paying no attention to me. Mm, yes. And I seem to have it every time I'm at a family dinner. That means your next question is when do I have them? Yes. Or I have them when mom's not paying any attention to yes. me. Okay. And then my next step is to ask myself how I experience it. Mm-hmm. So I feel a pit in my stomach yes. and I feel, so that would be the answer. I feel a pit in my stomach and I feel maybe even a little anger. Yes. Would that be, would that, yes. does that fit? And what do I do next? So, so that's how you express it. So how many of you can relate that if you've ever been in the situation like Sandra was talking about, that you behaved in a way that you weren't really happy of the outcome, like you, you reacted based on your emotions? Ah, so, re- so if I say, you know what, I'm sick of you not paying yes. attention to me, I bang the table mm-hmm. and run out of there, that's yes. not so good. That's not so good. Because oh, cause now, Why? well, the first thing is that we have to understand that kind of when I teach my clients is to separate that emotions are just emotions and thoughts are just thoughts. So just because we're feeling a certain way, we it's important to validate them and, and to really identify them, but they might not be based in reality. So that being said is that it's really important to check out the facts because maybe mom was distracted. Maybe mom, you know, I interpreted that mom didn't care about me, but maybe there was another reason as to why mom was feeling and reacting that way. So maybe she was really stressed over hosting the Thanksgiving dinner. And so I interpreted it that way that she didn't care about me. So it's really important too to try and check out the facts. And that's one of the the next strategy um, in emotional regulation is to really be able to to ask, you know, I'm feeling this way, mom, like I'm, I'm getting a sense that you're not really caring about me. Is, is this your perception? Is this true? Okay. So, okay. So let's, let me just go through those steps. So, yeah. because I, I know exactly, I have a feeling with people, there's going to be some questions. So I'm going to speak on behalf of our listeners. So in an ideal situation, I first want to make sure that my perception, because we, we're all perceptive beings, mm-hmm. is my perception may not be factual because actually perceptions are really my perception is my reality, but your perception is yours. Mm-hmm. So it's my interpretation of the event could be wrong. Yeah. So mom might just really be nervous. So I have to first, I, I think what you're talking about also in psychology, we call emotional reasoning is just because I feel something doesn't mean, does not mean it's a fact. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I have to tell myself, cause that's soothing. Yes. That will soothe me. Like, it's not for sure that mom's not interested in me. Yeah. Okay. Then you're suggesting that I go, maybe even like go into the kitchen and quietly ask your mom, it seems like you're not paying any attention to me. Or like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Now, I know listeners are going to say this. So I want to ask for them is what if they say, well, that's very nice, mm-hmm. but that, you know, you're a bunch of psychobabble people. <laughs> I'm not going to ask mom. She's been ignoring me for yeah. years. It's just going to start a fight. Yeah. What am I supposed to do then? Yeah. I can't go ask her that. Plus I know she's not into yeah. me. She's always been more into my older sister. Yeah. So the thing is that, and I'm glad that you brought that up because not all situations you can ideally ask the person and, and check out if your feelings are correct. So in you can still emotional regulate without having to ask the person directly. So at that point, I can ask like, what would be what would be helpful for me right now? Um, And if you find that not communicating your your emotion would be helpful at this point, then at 
you can start to do other techniques. So you can practice doing the opposite action. So, you know, in that situation, I want to kind of, um, you, you kind of, your body language changes, right? You want to lean forward. You want to maybe say a comment that you might regret. So at that point you would practice doing the opposite. Okay. So we really, this is really good, Melissa. Let's really take that in. So if I want to kill, excuse me, if I want to kill someone or I want to like tell them off, uh, you're suggesting a strategy where I practice the exact opposite. So instead of like raging, I'm getting peaceful. Yeah. How on earth do I, I do that? I know. And that's really, really challenging. So there's a couple of ways you can use the, and this is part of um, a whole topic on emotional regulation is using any mindfulness strategies because you're very upset and you're going to get physical reactions because you're, you're, it's, it's easier said than done. So yes, <laughs> I think. yeah. So in, in that sense, it's really about trying to in, introduce your deep breaths um, to try and help um, calm yourself from this emotional response that you're having. So really trying to introduce deep breaths. Um, But it's really important that, yeah, and use the mindfulness technique. Okay, so the mindfulness techniques is include gratitude, don't they? And this is the time of year to talk about gratitude. So what, what do you mean by mindfulness techniques? And is this the gratitude? Is this going into the moment and, you know, focusing on what's going on in this moment? What is an example of that? A quick example, and we'll take a break and come back and talk more about it. What's an example of a mindfulness or a gratitude technique? Or are they the same thing? Are they different? Talk to me. So uh, mindfulness is really about being in the present moment and looking and and not being able, like I mentioned before, to judge our emotions and feelings and our and our thoughts. So gratitude can be an aspect of mindfulness, and it's really important to try and and um, be grateful for certain things in your environment. So in that example, what I would do is that if I were starting to feel this emotion come up, I was angry at my mom. Um, I didn't feel like it was appropriate to ask her, especially when there was other people around. So I always want to make sure again to validate what I'm feeling, but then also be, try to be, remind myself of what I am surrounded with. So, you know, even though I might be upset at my mom, I'm here with my family and I'm going to try to focus on that for tonight. And then I'll try to deal with my mom, uh, you know, communicate with her at another time. I love this. And, um, this concept of gratitude, I want to stay a minute on this. We'll take a short break and we'll come back and talk about it because uh, given when you're listening to this show, the time of year that we're in, it is a time that we're, you know, we're at that Thanksgiving. You might be at that Thanksgiving dinner tonight. And, um, you know, it's hard sometimes to grasp onto gratitude when, you know, someone's doing your sister's interrupting you or your mom's Mm -hmm. not paying attention. Um, But it seems to me that coming back to gratitude, I think you just made a great segue for me in my own mind, that coming back to gratitude brings you back to the moment, which is what we define as mindfulness. Mm -hmm. So I can be grateful for the mere fact that I'm breathing, that there's good food in front of me, Mm -hmm. um, that uh, maybe mom's annoying me, but, you know, it's good to see Uncle John. Mm -hmm. And um, and, um, I'm grateful. Uh, Another year has passed and I've Mm -hmm. survived it and I'm alive and I'm healthy. So that will immediately slow down my breathing and start to soothe my nervous system. So don't go away. We'll be right back to talk more about the concept of gratitude and not only in terms of being grateful, but in terms of self-soothing and emotional regulation with the brilliant uh, specialist on emotional regulation, Melissa Henley. This is Straight Talk with Sandra Reese. We'll be right back. 
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Change your life forever with the latest cutting-edge products for home study treatment for anxiety. Featuring the clinical director of the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression and host of Straight Talk, Sandra Reich. Sandra is joined by top therapist Georgia Dow in this revolutionary anxiety videos therapy series. Thousands of people have benefited from this scientifically proven treatment approach. Isn't it time you chose yourself? Visit anxiety-videos.com right now. That's anxiety-videos.com and change your life forever. Spa Munari is a full-service wellness day spa located at the heart of West Island, Quebec. Submerge yourself in beauty with one of our many treatments, specially catered to your needs. We offer facials, manicures, pedicures, hair removal, massages, body treatments, and so much more. Enjoy our ultimate relaxation experience with our spa packages. We offer a men's menu as well. Call us today to book your next appointment at 514-695-5040 or visit us on the web at spamunari.com. That's 514-695-5040 or spamunari.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Now, back to Straight Talk. Here's Sandra Reich. We're back with Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Such a fascinating topic. There's no doubt, and if you're listening and you're going, oh my God, I want more, we'll do as much as we can today, but there's definitely going to be a part two on this. Melissa, will you come back? Oh, yes, for sure. I'm so okay. excited. <laughs> on the break, we were having a nice chat about the fact that, yes, gratitude is a wonderful tool. And at this time of year, I think uh, there could be a whole show on gratitude because mm-hmm. it is Gratitude has helped me enormously mm-hmm. in my life. I mean, we both work in a field where we hear tough stories every day. Yeah. If I don't do my gratitude thinking and journaling, I often can even start to feel a little bit down. But you made a very important point on the break about the fact that, so mom's upset me. I'm feeling emotional. I identify the emotion. I don't think it's realistic to go talk to mom right now. We're discussing going into mindfulness and gratitude, but you made a very important point, which I think people will want to hear that this does not mean that we're going to wipe away the emotion Mm -hmm. because that would be dismissive of myself. So what what did you mean by that? Go ahead. So it's really um, it's really important to to not make sure that we're avoiding the situation because it's going to come out again, right? And the point is is that in order to unfortunately in order to to go th- to deal with the emotion, you kind of have to go through them. But we dis- we discovered that at this moment, you know, you're enjoying your Thanksgiving. It's not appropriate to talk to mom. So. It's just about trying to enjoy the evening because if you reacted on your emotions, it might have made a bigger conflict and actually made it worse. So the whole goal here is to not make it worse. And I find gratitude can be a nice 
way to, to try and help kind of uh, ease the situation. Okay, so I think that's a really important point. So I don't have to, if I really, like if mom really said something rude to me, for yeah. example, and it was not the right time in the middle of 20 people to say, mom, that was rude. I can go into my graduate. I can go into my mindfulness, but I can take a note to myself and say, um, when it's over Thanksgiving over, I need to have a conversation with mom. Yeah. I call it, put it in the parking lot. So it's, if you, if you need to come back to an issue, come back to an emotion, it's really put it in the parking lot and then come back to it. Okay. So just to review emotions versus emotional regulation, my emotion is valid. Punching mom in the face, not valid. Okay, or banging the table. So regulation is what we do with it. And I do want for people listening to think about this in terms of their kids too, because I have a lot of parents asking this question all the time. Are my kids allowed to get upset and scream and yell? Okay, what we have to do with kids is we have to teach them that they're entitled to their emotions. They're not allowed to break the wall. Yeah. Okay, so same concept. So mindfulness and gratitude are a skill. I know you have some other strategies that people can use. What are they? So another another strategy, so let's say you you're at the Thanksgiving dinner and you've tried the gratitude circle tried the gratitude, you've tried to um, you, you discover that it's not important not effective to talk to your mom right now. Um, you can also try different skills. So I talked about the breathing exercises, but even trying to take a time out. If you need to take a walk, if you need to take a break, um, you know, splash some cold water on your face is another skill that we like to use uh, when you're really in a uh, distressed because of your emotions um, and also learning how to to just accept the situation and I think that goes towards the mindfulness part too is learning how to accept um, that you know you're feeling this way but also maybe mom is is this way and learning how to to cope with that so so such a brilliant concept acceptance and yet so hard to do so, so hard so hard like you know so you're looking at a person who's hurt you you're looking at a situation and you you know i know as a therapist i know acceptance uh therapy i know this concept i know mindfulness and sometimes your body just doesn't want to accept it it just says no i don't accept it she shouldn't treat me this way this is wrong what am like what do i do how do i accept something that's unacceptable yeah and and i, I find a lot of my clients have a hard time grasping acceptance because yeah. it doesn't a lot of people feel like acceptance equals um your your kind of saying what she's doing is okay and it's right. And that's not what acceptance okay, is. Okay, so please clarify that. It's not saying that the person, no. what they're doing is okay. No. So if someone's done me wrong, yeah. or I'm sitting at this dinner and someone's really said something rude to me, yeah. accepting it does not mean I'm saying it's okay. No. So not, what does it mean? You're not validating. It just means that, you know, I've tried to communicate to her and sometimes people just don't change. And I have a choice with that. Either I can continue to try and fight it or I can choose to to not put any more energy into this and and really about trying to accept that I can no longer hold on to this anymore. So I'm going to choose to accept what she can give me. And that's okay. yeah, yeah, no, that's brilliant. It's, it's really I'm, uh, it's a brilliant concept. And I'm reminded because you gave a wonderful talk last night at the center. And I'm reminded of the dandelion example here. Yeah. This is relevant here. This is what you're talking about. So yeah. maybe we can fill people in on the dandelions. So but I just want to highlight before you give the dandelions that acceptance, then I love that it's that because I it's, it's, a, it's a challenge in my own life. And it's a challenge for so many people that mm-hmm. If I stay angry, it's not hurting the other person. It's hurting me. 
So the reason we do acceptance is because so I don't stay like a prisoner in my own body, which makes me a victim, by the way, which is, you know, one of my favorite topics is to not get stuck in the victim. And it's my fault if I continue to stay stuck in the victim. So go for it, Melissa. So I really like this example. So when life presents you problems, there's four ways to deal with them. So I'm just going to use the purpose to make it simpler, but the, the example of dandelions as a metaphor. So when when I moved out, I had a bunch of dandelions on my lawn, right? So one way I can try to solve this problem is to, to, to uh, problem solve, right? So I can try to, how would you problem solve it? Um, maybe call someone who's a dandelion specialist yeah, or get yeah. some hopefully ecological product to get rid <laughs> yeah. of the dandelions. Yeah, or like what I did, I spent hours trying to pluck out the dandelions <laughs> and uh, that took a lot of time. Yeah, but I bet. The thing so is, this is a real life example yeah, for you. Yeah. I thought it was really a metaphor. No, it is. You really had dandelions. I really had dandelions. Oh my God, okay. Okay, I didn't get <laughs> I that last I spent hours. Time. You did? <laughs> yes. Okay, great example then. Go for it. Um, but the thing is that next year they came back, right? So, yeah. so after all that work. After all that work, they came back and it didn't solve the problem. So we can try to problem solve, but unfortunately, not all the time we can try to change or avoid the situation. Right. So the next step of what I can do is I can try to change the way I think about dandelion. So Sandra, how would you try to change the way you think about dandelion? Uh, well, you know, um, th- there's some beauty in them. Yeah. Maybe they're brightening my lawn. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I'd really be able to do this, but uh, <laughs> maybe I could say... I've got bigger things to worry about in my yeah. life than dandelions. Those are some ways. Yeah. Good question. Yeah. So really you're challenging their thoughts and, and I like to see it as you're reframing it. So instead of looking at it as like they're weeds and they're a pest, but trying to see the beauty into them. So, you know, I can make salads. I can. Oh yeah. The salads. Yeah. I can make wine. Yeah. You said that last night, by yeah. the way, I'm sorry. I know that has nothing to do with the show, but my, my uh, curious mind, you can make wine from dandelions. Yes. Who told you this? Are you sure they're not lying to you? No, maybe this- they're lying. <laughs> but I heard that you can really make wine from dandelion. Well, okay. I yeah. got to look into that. Yeah. Coming up on Straight Talk another time. Yeah. Anyways, okay, so I can come up with other solutions, make wine, yeah. make salad. Yeah. What else? Um, I can I can think that I'm supporting the bees, right? Because bees are endangered. And so I, I can be help, uh, I can help support the bees <laughs> with the pollen. Um, so there's different ways of how I can view the situation differently. So if that doesn't work, if I tried problem solving, if I tried to change the way I think about it, that work, that's what comes in with the acceptance piece. So um, at this point, the the only thing left to do is to is to try and accept that the dandelions are a part of life they're a part of the lawn they're part of my grass and just learning how to be okay with them so it's not holding on to the energy of trying to fight them but just learning kind of it is what it is okay so that is you're in acceptance again yes so that's acceptance so you you so no longer every time you drive by the lawn do you get that like yeah I can't believe there's 14 more dandelions like I can't believe it so that's a big part of it yeah and the thing is that I find too with a lot of my clients like acceptance is not a one-time deal it's not that you okay great I accepted it and then forever I'll feel acceptance acceptance is almost a daily choice that you have to make so again I might get that feeling that comes up again but I have it's like a fork in the road I can either choose to continue to be upset with this or I can choose to accept it so it's almost sometimes a daily thing that you have to remind yourself 
of um, which which path are you going to choose. And the last option, it is an option, but the last one is to do nothing and stay miserable. And unfortunately, a lot of people stay stuck in this role. Okay, so this, you know I get excited yes. about. Because yes. this is what I see in my office. Yes. And what I really try to work with, and I think you do too, is that, and I always say this, and I've never said it to you, and I, I, I want to say it to you as, you know, we work together, that I say to a client, we have two choices here, mm-hmm. like two two outcomes of this therapy. Yeah. My first choice is we heal you of the problem, yeah. and we get rid of it, and you walk out and say, I'm feeling great. Yeah. But a second choice, and still a win, not a great win, but mm-hmm. still a win, is that I choose to stay miserable, mm-hmm. but it's a choice. It is a choice. I choose to be a victim. I, Sandra Reese, choose to be a victim. Now that sounds really weird for people listening, mm-hmm. but there is a locus of control, at least I'm choosing. Mm-hmm. I wanna stay mad at my husband who left me 25 years ago. Yeah. Cause like I've heard stories like that where people also one moment in time in their life define, define their whole life, but they don't realize that it's a choice. Mm-hmm. And I consider it successful therapy, even if it's not my first choice, but it's a, it's a B plus. Mm-hmm. If they mm-hmm. then can acknowledge that they choose and they are choosing their lives. What are your thoughts on that? Because to me, that is ultimate empowerment to know yes. that you chose. Yes. And, and it's, it's, so there's a couple of things. One is that a lot of people even, it's like they get stuck in the venting stage. They get stuck in the just expressing it, expressing their um, concerns or complaining about this situation, but um, they, they're not doing anything to make their situation better. And the thing is that maybe you're getting something out of it. Ah. Maybe there's an advantage to this victim role that you're oh, playing. Oh, look at you. Okay, so what... Why would, okay, so let me play devil's advocate. I'm listening to the show. How dare you even say that I had (laughs) choices, much less that I'm getting something out of it. So you're saying that if I stay upset with someone or a situation in my life, that I'm getting something out of it? Yeah. How could this be? Yeah. What are you talking about? Well, the perfect, Melissa, (laughs) the perfect example that I can come up with is that, um, there was a client that she had a lot of migraines and, she, she would get stuck in the staying miserable role because she wasn't doing anything to get to get help for her migraines, right? And so through therapy and through discovering, what, you know, her past and, and also through her environment at home, we discovered that as soon as she would get the migraines, her sons would stop fighting. And so you see how reinforcing this is. So oh. son, mom gets migraines, sons stop fighting. So there's an advantage to this. There's an, even though it's painful, the migraines, and even though um, it's, it's uncomfortable and long-term, it's, it's not helping her, but she is getting something out of it. And that's peace in her house. That's an amazing example. Uh, how did you guys connect the dots that um, she, her migraines were getting her son to stop fighting? Like, how did you guys make that connection? Well, the thing is that it's, it's, um, when I started to talk about to her, her home environment, um, the thing is she has a lot of core beliefs and that's part of CBT about conflict, right? And so in, she was a single mom and in, in that moment, there was a lot of, uh, fighting in the house and she didn't know how to, to have her son stop fighting. And it just became very, very explosive in the household. So she learned somewhere, but the migraines were real. They, they were real. They were They're real. not imagined. They're not imagined. They're not imagined. They're but, not imagined. But, and yet the body gives us what we need. Exactly. And and I did a lot of work with her on mindfulness and being able to connect to her body. And it just, it just came out in session that 
you know, she got something out of it when I asked her, what, what do you get out of your migraines? She must have been like blown away when you told her that. It's a similar fascinating, we're going to have to take another break, but it's so fascinating how sometimes like, even when I get sick, sometimes it's like my body talking to me and saying, you're working too much. Like it's tried to warn me. It's tried to warn me. I didn't listen. I wouldn't take the extra rest. Well then, if, so you're saying, and I think you're quite right, that there's a there's actually a payoff even for me getting sick. Yes, because it forces me to slow down. Yes. Wow, that's a lot of stuff to take in, and and it really makes us very responsible for our lives. Yes. and I, I love that. You know, I'm all about that. So yes. a great talk with Melissa, and we're gonna have to take a break, but don't go away because she was. I can tell she was just about to say something fascinating. We'll be right back with Straight Talk with Sandra Rich. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Join the therapist who is affectionately known as the couple whisperer, Sandra Reich, on her famous couple retreats and change your life forever. Sandra offers couple retreats in beautiful locations several times a year that can radically change your love life. Couples describe her retreats as life-changing. Regain that loving feeling. Bring your intimacy to a new level and rediscover excitement and joy. Find out more at helpforanxietydepression.com or call 514-796-4357. We all want love and safety. Now you can have it. Call 514-796-4357 or helpforanxietydepression.com. Change your life forever with the latest cutting-edge products for home study treatment for anxiety, featuring the clinical director of the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression and host of Straight Talk, Sandra Reich. Sandra is joined by top therapist Georgia Dow in this revolutionary anxiety videos therapy series. Thousands of people have benefited from this scientifically proven treatment approach. Isn't it time you chose yourself? Visit anxiety-videos.com right now. That's anxiety-videos.com and change your life forever. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for the keywords voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for voice America. You are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Now, back to Straight Talk. Here's Sandra Reich. We are back with Straight Talk with Sandra Rich, and how appropriate on this day to be talking about the importance of emotions and emotional regulation, what to do with them, what to do when you're at that family dinner. What about the whole fact that, you know, we're going to go into this in this segment about, you know, the holidays and the pressure the holidays puts on us about emotions too. I mean, we get played on our emotions by yeah. the commercials and, and we're supposed to be happy. For years, Melissa, mm-hmm. I, you know, New Year's Eve used to like completely mess me up. Like, I'm serious. Like, I, I felt like... like 
like I'm not a depressive type, yeah. but I used to feel like I want to jump off a bridge yeah. because I, and this is when I was much younger, New Year's Eve, like I'd plan it and I'd get the perfect outfit and, yeah. and, the, and I'd want the perfect night and, and it had to be super romantic. Yeah. And I, you know, with the same guy now as that many years ago. And I remember like one New Year's Eve in particular, we had the like fight of all fights. Yeah. And I felt like, like my life must be over because mm-hmm. we were like, sep- like not together. Mm-hmm. Like, cause like I, the fight ended in a way that we weren't talking to each other. And I was like literally raising a glass of champagne to myself, yeah. which turned out to be rather empowering. Another segment, another time. <laughs> but that pressure and that we put on emotions, like, like, does that add to this? Because emotions are healthy and they're adaptive. Yeah. We need to have emotions. But what, like, what about this emotional pressure? Is that dangerous? I, I feel it was very dangerous. I don't like having pressure on me, like on Valentine's Day and, yeah. and Christmas and, and Thanksgiving. And I must feel happy on those days. I must feel secure. Yeah. What do you say about that? Yeah. So, you know, we, we often put this pressure and society puts this pressure that we have to feel a certain way. And it's kind of we're, we're considered like a Debbie Downer or if, if we're not feeling a certain way, especially with these holidays yeah. and the expectations and it has to be perfect. And so... It, that can get dangerous. It, and the thing is, what I liked about what you said is that emotions are adaptive and we need them. So it would be nice. Like, I want you just to imagine for a second what it would be like if there was no pressure, like if there was no pain, no sadness, no trauma in our life, like no anxiety, no worries. Imagine what it would be like if we had. Sounds good when it you said like good, that. right? Yeah. Everything, like there's no pain, there's no, nothing, yeah. right? Yeah, sign, that me, be nice? sign, me, sign me up. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. 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 Do you have this magic solution? Unfortunately, no, because we need these emotions. So unfortunately, it does come with a lot of sadness and, and pain, but there's also a lot of happiness and, and love. And imagine like if, if, if you really tried to picture yourself in a society where there was no emotions, like a mother wouldn't go out looking for her lost child if if she didn't have those emotions right um so we need them for survival so unfortunately they 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 can be painful they can be overwhelming but we need them so another example i say is that like let's say sandra and i are here uh recording the show and i said sandra i think there's a fire you know i think we should i think we should get out how likely are you going to respond to my like if you say it flat, flat without emotion. no emotion. Yeah, I think there might be a fire. I think there might be a fire. I think we should get. How likely are we to survive? I, I would think you were joking, probably. Yeah. Like I would wouldn't move at all. You wouldn't move. As would, opposed to. As opposed to if I said, Sandra, we need to go. I think there's a fire. Right. And I, and I showed that there was urgency. I'm I'm scared. I'm yeah. fearing for my life, and I'm communicating that. So well said. So well said, Melissa. And so you're more likely to react. You wouldn't even think twice. You would run with me. Right. right. And so that's what we need for survival. So for people, and I think that brings up a point that I want to go to for a second, because we do meet people who, and as, as a matter of fact, depression is flatlining. Yeah. It's not feeling your emotions. It's being flat. And for people listening who are depressed, we meet people who think they've mastered a great, great trick, which is to turn off their emotions, yes. to not feel. And they feel like they have the, the magic because yeah. they don't have to suffer. Yeah. But the, what they don't realize is they're losing all the emotions, positive and negative. Yeah. And it Again, flatness is like a black and white life, I call it. No, there's no color. No. And I see this in my clients because although they think they've mastered, you know, trying to suppress a lot of the emotions and they might not feel certain emotions and they think they have the magic trick, um, unfortunately, it will manifest in other ways. So I see this a lot in substance abuse. People um 
are not able to regulate their emotions or they try to, to suppress it. So it comes out with either substances or also even just unhealthy, right? A lot of kids nowadays are um, really going into video games and playing oh, yes. a lot of video games and yeah. trying to... So we see a lot of avoidant... Even adults. Even adults. Yeah. Even adults. So we see a lot of avoidant behaviors because they're using other unhealthy coping mechanisms to try and escape and avoid and unfortunately, and numb, numb their numb emotions, them, numb them out. So whether that's through eating, whether that's yeah. through using substances, Brownies. like I mentioned, yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, whether that's through electronics and video games, or even a hobby, some people really, or exercising. Yeah, you can. It's, it's funny you, you can numb out any which way you want. Any which way. And the problem is, and I, I think that maybe we have to make, highlight that message is, I really believe it's pay now or pay later. Your emotions yes. are going to come get you because we're anxiety well specialists, said. actually. Yep. So if you don't deal with your emotions, you're going to get a symptom. It's going to come up. Yeah. Yeah. Such an important topic. So, you know, we were talking briefly about primary and secondary emotions. And I, I wanted to ask you, you know, people going into the holiday seasons uh, right now, and, you know, I like this show and everything we do to be very tangible for people. So I want to like spend some time on some tips. So first of all, I know you have an amazing analogy of a volcano. I don't know what that's all about. Mm -hmm. Um, How, what is this volcano and how would I use this at Christmas dinner, Thanksgiving dinner uh, tonight or, you know, whatever is coming up in my life. What do I do? Like the volcano I assume is anger, like, or I'm about to blow. Yeah. Well, um, And you've talked about this before, so that there's primary and secondary emotions. So I like to use anger because it's a it's a common one. And a lot of people have difficulty regulating anger and not knowing how to express a lot of people see anger as a bad thing and a a wrong thing. But anger can actually be used as a positive thing. Like a lot of, um, for example, you know, mothers against drunk driving, they, she used her anger to fuel change, to fuel awareness. So anger can be a positive thing. It's what we do with the anger. So in, in order to, to change our behaviors and how we respond to anger, it's really important to try and see what's underneath the anger. So that's how come I like to look at it like a volcano. And as you know, the volcano, the majority of the volcano is hidden. It's underwater. Uh, iceberg is underwater. So the majority of the iceberg is, sorry, I mixed up my analogy. Wait a sec. <laughs> I'm all confused. So hold on. A volcano is underneath the ground, right? Let me help you out. You're talking. No, I'm talking. You, I'm actually talking about an iceberg, not okay. a volcano. Okay, it's me. I messed you up by saying a volcano. So the, okay. you're, we're using iceberg as our analogy. So an iceberg on the top is pointy and jagged. That's the anger. That's the anger. And underneath the water. So underneath, most of that is hidden, and so that's an analogy that we're. Underneath the anger, there's a lot of other emotions that we might be feeling, but it's coming out as anger. So what we see is the anger part, but really underneath the anger, there's a there's another emotion. And oftentimes we're not aware of that emotion. And it could be hurt. It could be sadness. So how this relates to the question that Sandra was saying is that uh, in, in, in other ways of Instead of instead of identifying, okay, I'm angry, and you respond based on your anger, so you react. You might lash out. You might say a comment that you might regret. And so instead of responding in that way is to try and be curious and ask yourself, okay, I'm feeling angry, but what's underneath the anger? What am I really feeling? And maybe it's the hurt. So if I communicate hurt versus communicating the anger, I'm probably going to get a better response from the other person if I'm communicating what I'm truly feeling versus what 
the tip of the iceberg is showing. Okay, I think that's such an important point. So I'm going to stay on it for a moment because I think that you're quite right. So those are like, because I'm just about to leave on my couple retreat this weekend. And it's very much the work of Dr. Sue Johnson that when you, even when you talk in your relationship, when you talk from the vulnerable and the softer emotions, your partner can hear you. But when you, you know, talk from anger, people, it's attack, defend. It's attack, defend is the dance that's called. So what you're saying is really that it, and it happens very, Dr. Johnson says it happens extremely quickly. So you have yes. to slow down a little bit because the, often people, you'll ask them, well, what do you feel underneath the anger? And they'll say, I don't feel anything underneath mm-hmm. the anger because it happens so fast. Yep. So we sort of have to buy into the fact that we know in psychology that underneath the anger is always hurt or fear. Mm-hmm. So you have to buy into that a little bit. Mm-hmm. So then you have to get, I love the be curious be curious underneath the iceberg, what's going on for me. And maybe if I could talk from a place of hurt, Mm -hmm. Melissa, I feel hurt that you didn't say goodbye to me last night. Mm -hmm. I'm teasing her because she wasn't (laughs) feeling well last night. Um, I feel hurt. It would probably come across a lot better than I can't believe you walked out and and didn't say goodbye to me, but I have to actually access that that you mean something to me. So therefore, and that's actually flattering to you. So you're more likely to go, wow, I can't believe I mean this much to Sandra that she even has this reaction. So I have to go to the softer emotions. So to do that though, everything has to slow down. Everything, everything. And it all goes so fast. It all goes so fast. So don't be afraid to take a time out, especially when you're communicating with other people. Just, you know, ask for five minutes and, and try to, you know, don't be shy to ask for that timeout because you deserve that space to really understand because in the end, it'll work out for both of you. Okay, that's amazing. So, I, you know, I think, uh, I think is that your holiday tip? Is that That's your ho- my holiday tip. Okay, yeah. I'm going to give a holiday tip What's too. What's your holiday tip? Um, I sort of mentioned it before and I'm going to mention it again and, and I'm also going to give a holiday bonus which is that we're going to have Melissa come back because this is not enough and you have just been amazing. Um, my holiday tip is what I said about the New Year's Eve syndrome. I think that Thanksgiving and Christmas and Valentine's Day and New Year's, well Valentine's Day is not coming up just yet but uh, <laughs> uh, New Year's Eve is. I think yes. that the tip that helped me a lot is that Although you want to dress up and enjoy the turkey and do that, I think you should play a game with your mind Mm. about it, telling yourself, not building it up so much. The Mm. turkey doesn't have to be perfect. Um, The night doesn't have to be perfect. It is your family after all. Mm -hmm. So whatever issues you've ever had are not going to disappear. Mm -hmm. And go into it like um, just like any other night. And then if it's better, great. And if it's lousy, like it's... It'll be a funny story. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) A funny story. Um, I can't believe how fast the time has gone. I I really want to really, you know, before we wrap up, uh, thank Melissa Henley, who has been an amazing guest. Thank you so much for joining us today, Melissa. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah. And really, I don't feel we have covered everything about emotion. There's so much about emotion. I can, I can talk about this for hours and hours, and Sandra knows that. I so we'll, we'll have you back. And I know you want to wish people happy holidays. Yes, have a happy Thanksgiving, and remember to be to try your gratitude and, and really try to incorporate that in your daily life. That's another holiday tip. Too. Oh, there, a bonus. Bonus. Um, I, uh, thank you, Melissa. I'd also like to thank Spominary for helping to make this show possible. Remember, take some time and take care of your body and go to Spominary, 514-695-5040. Mention Straight Talk, and you get 15% off of any service. We might be headed there now um i would like to thank everybody uh, all the listeners also from all over the world for listening to straight talk with sandra reish 
And I'd like to invite all of you to come back next week. If you're interested in our um, couple retreats, our women retreats, our therapy, or other media that was mentioned on the show, our previous shows, check out www.helpforanxietydepression.com. Um, also, don't forget to check out www.straighttalksandareach.com uh, slash radio gifts to get free gifts from the show just for you. Uh, there's so much, my God. Mm-hmm. Now, we ran out of time, so um, you can listen to this and any prior show as a podcast on my website website on the podcast app of your iPhone and on iTunes under Straight Talk with Sandra Reese. Drop me a comment or question. Uh, again, if they want to know more about your group, this is a good place to write to me. Info at helpforanxietydepression.com. The group has sold out every single time, so you want to get in touch. If you're a professional and you're looking for training or a speaker on anxiety, depression, emotional intelligence, compassion, fatigue, or living a purposeful life, Remember that I'm your source for evidence-based practice and education. I am Sandra Reich, and I promise I'll help you learn to live your best life again next Thursday, same time, same channel. In the meanwhile, this is Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Keep your eyes on the stars. Thank you for listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. We hope you've enjoyed today's show and will tune in again next Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Now, go live your best life. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.